Well, the sequel channel is all about Disney Channel related things and all things Disney. We do not support the viewpoints of, and the ideas of the people at Disney at this time and their support. For Israel, you can look at our Instagram or you can look underneath this podcast to get some information on how you can help and just become more knowledgeable about the situation overall. We appreciate you for listening to the sequel channel. Wait. Test, test. Hello. Oh my god, I am a magician. You are magical. I'm Rissa. And I'm Mitchie. And you're listening to the sequel channel. We are returning to the ocean sea today. I say both because they don't know which one they want. We're going back to the sea. Returning to the sea. Not Jafar. Return of the sea. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> ah, shoot. It's like the titles get longer and Rissa goes, mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> we gonna change it around a little. Oh, goodness gravy. Welcome back, guys. If you didn't figure it out already, <laughs> we're talking about The Little Mermaid 2. Yes, sir. Return to the sea. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that is English. <laughs> We're going to be introducing a new segment. It's going to be called Rissa's Random Tangents. And she gets one per episode where she can decide this is what I'm going to have a tangent on. And I haven't decided I'm having a She hasn't? Yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> she only gets one. <laughs> I may have other tangents, but my you'll know when I have the real one. The real one. There will be sirens. Yes. All right. And we're going to pop in with Mitchie's movie facts. Yeah. Yeah. Just hands. Just hands. I'll be fixing that in post. <laughs> <laughs> We'll start with The Little Mermaid Uno. It came out in 1989. We were negative seven. Jesus. Yeah, we weren't even born yet. Jesus. Or thought. My mom was like 11. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. 12, actually. Wow. It had a budget of $40 million. In 1989. Wow. That's like a freaking bajillion dollars now. It is. Get this. It made $235 million. $235 million? Yeah. From 40? Yeah. That's pretty freaking good for that time. It was the eighth highest grossing film of 1989 worldwide. That's crazy. It... Okay, then we're back. Uh, sorry about that. What did I forget? 
everything, I think. <laughs> Pickles. The number one movie in 1989 was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, Jesus. But they only made $474 million. <laughs> Disney to them. Uh, but that's that's that was like the number one movie profit in 1989 was 474 million so their 235 million was actually off the chain yeah to them yeah (laughs) because inflation yeah yeah so the director is someone that we've already talked about uh ron clements he, you know, was the writer for Moana, Princess and the Frog, Hercules, etc. And then John Musker was his co-director. Similar stuff. And then they were both the main writers. So. They had some experience. And then. Obviously, Hans Christian Andersen is credited i guess is the right word yeah credited um for the little mermaid because he wrote the story okay cool the og the one where she fucking dies oh rip. do you not know that no bitch <laughs> what you don't know the original little mermaid story no where she turns into sea foam dies I- yeah, honestly, I was never really a mermaid kid. Oh, uh, you weren't. I was on like a avid my player. Yeah, I wasn't like a let's play mermaids kid. Oh no! I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe that. You I can't believe I wasn't a mermaid. Kid. No, I can't believe that you just did know the story of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, how does it end? She, he, the prince doesn't choose her, and she turns into sea foam. She fucking yeah. Her Who options. Her, um. So her options were she could um kill Eric or kiss Eric, and that would turn her into a human forever. Oh my god. Okay. Well, why didn't she just kill him after she loved him? She didn't want to kill him, so she just turned into fucking sea foam. Even after like. Even after he chose another woman. I would have just killed him at that point. <laughs> If you want to be human? Yeah, I guess in the story, it's like her sisters are like, just kill him. Oh. All of her sisters are like, just kill him. She's like, no, I can't. I can't. I love him. I, See? I love him. Oh, my God. Sis. 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 Dump him. And then kill him. <laughs> <laughs> kill him and dump him. Oh, my God. Um, and then the, the music is Alan Menken again. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about him. Absolute banger he slays he slays all right and then little mermaid 2 oh my god return to the sea return to the sea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't worry i won't forget it's return yeah. of the sea <laughs> <laughs> so this movie came out 11 years later in 2000 baby 2000. Turn oh, of the millennium. My God, bitch. The century? Turn of the century. Bitch. Oops. Bitch. What? On wikipedia.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the official website of the world. Of the world, yes. 
this movie was released on September 19th. We're <gasps> so close. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Iconic. It, that uh, is iconic. Iconic. It's iconic. All right. Anyways, sorry. I was very excited about them. <laughs> Even though this episode will probably post in, like... <laughs> Way after that date. So far away. Yeah. But right now, so you guys know. <laughs> it's September It's September 10th. 10th. <laughs> I wonder when it'll come out. Ooh. It's kind of exciting, right? Okay. Funny enough, um, it was another direct-to-video movie. Obvi. Like, all the 2000 Disney sequels. Insert eye roll emoji. Yeah. Um, but it had the same budget of $40 million as the <clears throat> first one. Jesus. Okay. Work. Yeah. Um, it only made $121 million in video sales. She did not eat. She did not eat. I mean, they made like three times the budget back, but not a strong sequel. No. No. Any, no, 200 and whatever. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, as most Disney sequels did, they also didn't wow. have any of the same cast um, when it came to the crew, like the production crew. So it had a different director, Jim Camerud. Camerud? Yeah. He has only directed three movies. Jesus. And they were all sequels for Disney. He had other credits and stuff, but like as an act, as a director, he only had three credits, and they were all Disney sequels. Oh, after those, he was like, "I can't direct movies. <laughs> I, I can't I direct. Clearly, I clearly can't direct." Well, funny enough, his code—he had two co-directors. Um, one was Bill Spears, and he didn't have hardly any directing credits either. Except for Mickey's one of the stories and Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, just uh, one of them. Um, and then Brian Smith was the other one, and he also only had three directing credits, and for two of them were for the same movie as the other guy. <laughs> and then his other one was Tarzan 2. So still all sequels. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, uh, uh, and they were like, never again. <laughs> Man. Never again. Yeah. The Fall of Man <laughs> is making a Disney sequel. Um, it had new writers. The best thing, though, is that the music, the guy's name is Danny Trube. Okay. Okay. He had some mostly orchestrator titles for, like, Aladdin, um, the original, and the live action. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. And my favorite thing that I know you're going to love is he helped create Sh- Shrek the Musical. Shut the fuck up. So the guy who did the music for this movie helped create Shrek the Musical. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> I will say this, okay? I mean, this is a little spoiler for later, whatever. But... The music in this is just the right level of bad. It's just the right. Just, it's so good. 
That's so bad. It's good. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's so bad. So bad. So bad. It's good. So you saying that that person wrote Shrek the music immediately makes sense. I was like, no. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I can. Yeah. No. No fucking way. <laughs> I'm amazed. Uh, yeah, it's just... Mm. Mm. Which we have to go see that before we die. Oh, yeah, 100%. If I don't see the Strike the Musical before I die. I don't think it's on Broadway right now. Bring I it can't... back right now. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> It might be. I don't remember seeing it when I was looking at Broadway shows when we were talking about New York. Yeah. So I don't remember seeing it, though. But we did and try I mean, and go. Yeah. They were fucking tickets sold, sold out. out. That's it, the it problem. It can't be that popular. See, you know, that, no, this is the problem with things that, that are good. <laughs> okay. The problem is, is that pe- mainstream people, it's like anime. It wasn't back in my day. It wasn't cool to like Shrek. It wasn't cool. Okay, hold on. Is are you going to use your versus tangent on? No, no. <laughs> on Shrek. No, 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 no. Look, it's a rule. Okay. In the sequel channel, law uh, of rules. We have rules. That, yes, that I'm writing right now. <laughs> She's literally this writing them right now. It's been a law though. <laughs> It's, an, it's been an unspoken law, to be honest. <laughs> but now it'll be spoken. That whenever we talk about Shrek, uh-huh, uh-huh. it doesn't that in itself doesn't count as a tangent. Because like Shrek is love and Shrek is life. So Shrek is always free game to talk about at any moment, at any time when it's brought up. Okay. So <laughs> That's fair. But that's the problem with things when they get popular. (laughs) Is that mainstream people come in and they fucking like it. And then it makes it unaccessible to people that liked it before. And then before you know it, Shrek the Musical tickets are sold out. When you want to go see it with your friends and you've been talking about it your whole life. But then these people who who just saw a meme on TikTok last week about Shrek, they're like, oh, yeah, I fucking love Shrek. Well, I've been loving Shrek. I've been loving Shrek since I saw the preview for it on a VHS that I don't remember the name of a long time ago. And I remember seeing the trailer, and I knew. Mm-hmm. I just knew. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid 2. You know what? I think the only one I want to share is that Melody is the first child of a Disney princess and still the only child of a Disney princess. That's true. I had to think about it for a second, but yeah, that's true. Yep. There's that. Interesting. I wonder why they chose Ariel of all the princesses to make a mother. The 17-year-old? Yeah. Don't know. 
It's got Bella um, Swan vibes and really. Yeah, it's just really. Hmm. You know what though? That's it gives me good. an overall ick kind of feeling, but mm. at the same time, it's like, hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. like why not Cinderella? Like Cinderella seemed like very well suited to have a sequel with a child in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that woman was bred to be <laughs> raised to be a <sighs> fucking housewife. Like, <laughs> dang. <laughs> not to shit on Cinderella. I'm sorry. That's fair. No, but that's, like the woman fair. was literally lived a domesticated lifestyle, so it just seems weird. But whatever. Yeah. We yeah. were given melody. We were so. Before we start this, Disney did a thing, um, and they literally call it double takes. So I did a double take counter while I was watching this. And essentially, double takes are scenes from an original movie oh, that, they that they've essentially reused in the sequel. Okay, so when I saw the person that looked exactly like Mrs. Potts at the end, it probably was just, like, them reusing Mrs. Potts, right? Well, that's an Easter egg. So this is, like... Oh, the- she was, like, actually an Easter egg in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, like, actually Mrs. Potts. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They use her in a couple movies. Um, no, the double takes are literally, like, just copied scenes. I know they've done that a lot with that particular, like, dancing scene in... Mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, that they also use the same one in Aristocats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like that. Interesting. And it's an actual Disney thing. Um, so the opening is the first one. It's the bird soaring over the ocean. Oh, okay. Which is the same way that they opened the first Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And we hear haunting humming. <laughs> So spooky. And then we zoom in from outside and we're in a fucking castle tower. And Ariel's got a fucking baby and she's singing to it. Yeah. And with like no railing yeah. on where she's like <laughs> singing she's on the of a ship. It's like in her arms, this baby and like fucking waves crashing against this fucking boat. The castle tower she's boat. Yeah. Watch your fucking child. You are my world, my melody. It's like, you are my world, but you might throw you off this fucking boat. (laughs) She does get yeeted a lot for a child. Yeah. It's the most yeeted 12 year old in all of existence. You know what? I will say for Ariel not wanting this child to want to be in the ocean. They, she was just really like tossing a lot of ocean themedness at the beginning of her childhood, like flipping and, mm-hmm. and her mobile is like a bunch of sea animals. Yeah, it's just like uh. don't like the ocean. But here's all this ocean kind of theme stuff to reincorporate that in your core childhood memories. Yep, and they're talking about like the land and sea, and also the colors are so bright. Yeah, the colors were very bright in this movie. It. Kind of gave me, like, Mulan 2 bright vibes. Mm-hmm. Contrast times 10. Times 10. Um, the fish diving down from the boat, mm-hmm. when they're talking about the land and sea, that's also a oh, double take movie. from the first movie where the fish, when it gets free from the boat and it dives under yeah. towards Atlantis. Yeah. 
Lilo and Stitch also has a fish that dives under. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that a double take too? Or is I it don't, just different? I don't know. Because um, it's that same, it's basically like the, the same, same exact scene. Yeah. And then the people and all the fish gathering around the boat where Ariel and Melody are gives me Lion King vibes. <laughs> In the song that they're singing, they say, we're going down to the sea. It's like, it really insinuates like they're going down into the sea. But like, they just like, a, they like shimmy down the way a little bit. Yeah, they the just sailed a little farther up <laughs> the ocean. Yeah. Like. They're like, we're gonna, we're gonna sail like 10 minutes south. out. And that's us going and then down just to sit the our sea. boat there. Yeah, that's and down to sea. We in the sea. We in the sea. Yeah, they gather, like, very much, like, the Lion King vibes. Yeah, and so Triton, they're all celebrating Melody, and Triton gives the baby a locket. As big as her fucking head. As big as her fucking head. Um, And when you open it up, it shows Atlantis. Atlantica. Yeah, Atlantica. Not <laughs> Two different places. <laughs> oh, my B. We don't want to, to, our viewers to get confused. Yeah, okay, well, fine. All right. They, they are not canon, same world. That's fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, then she hits the fan. Yeah. Morgana shows up. And it's Ursula's crazy sister. Yeah, it's honestly like the Yossified version of Ursula. Mm, true. It's like... If True. It's like the mainstream ver- version of like if Ursula was quote unquote hot. Well, like hot bod Ursula. It's funny because it's uh but in the movie they don't it's like she's the shittier of the two sisters. Right. Well, she's also the same voice actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The same person. person. Yeah, that's so the cool. same person who does Ursula did Morgana. I could kind of get that vibe. Mhm. Um That's yeah. cool though. That's Pat Carroll. I mean, also, rest in peace. Yeah. No, um, no I wonder no how many of these people are dead. will be dead. Um, almost all of them? Maybe? Almost all of them. Yeah. So, you know, in your main cast, you had... We have Ariel. Yeah, Ariel, Jody Benson, um, Sebastian was Samuel E. Wright. Rest in peace. Let's see. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So the main people, yeah. Triton, Ursula, Scuttle, Eric, Flounder, Sebastian, Ariel. Um, five of those people are dead. R.I.P. Yeah. Four, sorry. Yeah, four. Four of them are dead. So over half. Darn. Yeah. That's just the main folks. A lot of the voice actors uh, from the first one reprise their roles but some of them had to change because people were dead yeah yeah so it's sad but yeah sad indeed let's see all right and then oh yeah morgana's there Mm -hmm. she's trying to fuck shit up and she (laughs) i like that she said poor unfortunate ursula right i did like that little line i thought that Mm -hmm. was cool Nice nod. And then also a nod to the fact that she got shish kebab. Like, yeah. And she, literally. You shish kebabed her. I know. It's so crazy. So um, I kind of forgot how Ursula died. So I watched um, Little Mermaid the night before we watched um, 
it today, mm-hmm. the little more it to today. And honestly, I was shocked. Like, really, that that's all it took? That's so, what I was shocked about, is that that was all it took at the end to kill her. Yeah. Um, well, she's just a squid. Yeah, so but... Just stick a... You stick a fork oh, through a squid, probably. Maybe. I guess so. Um, well... So, neither of us have seen the new live-action Little Mermaid um, for reasons because I was terrified. I'm still terrified to watch that movie. Um, Just because I do love the Little Mermaid a lot. And I wasn't happy with the way it looks. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely happy with, like, the casting choices. I think that um, Halle... Halle Berry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Was a good choice for Ariel. And I literally love Melissa McCarthy oh, so gosh, much. Yeah. And I think like I was a little hesitant at first when I thought, like, uh, when I saw her as Ursula. But honestly, like, I did hear her. Uh, I did hear Poor Unfortunate Souls. And she ate. Honey, she, she ate. ate. She, she fucking ate. ate. Um, and left no crumbs. Yeah, and I listened to it. It's different. I, but I, I was living for it, honestly. Yeah. Um, that's like, and that that is just thank you, Disney Spotify, for bringing that like randomly upon me. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably will be the reason I, I watch it. Um, I honestly haven't heard part of your world. Um, I have. So It slaps. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, I definitely want to see it. My hesitancy is... I just don't – it's like it's like the Lion King live action. I just, like, I hate the idea. Like, the reason why it makes it so endearing in animation is because it's cute animals. Nobody wants to see a personified crab singing. Like, or just like a like a normal crab, like, personified. It's like the like uncanny valley. Yeah, it's like it. too yeah. – it's not – Good. Mm-hmm. It's just unnecessary. Nobody asks for it. No, literally, like, no one. Nobody asks for it. wants it. Um, but you know, if you told me that Melissa McCarthy and Halle Berry were going to be in the Broadway production of The Little Mermaid, I'd be like, "Oh my god, slay, slay!" But I just feel like all of these live actions, and maybe we'll talk about this more in depth later. I just feel like my over my overall answer to all of these live actions is that it's just unnecessary money grabs. Mm -hmm. So the reason I brought it up though, I've heard that the part where Ursula gets shish kebobbed is where like a large portion of the actual quality is in that movie. Like that apparently is the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Is the end. Everyone's like, you can tell that the end is what they put everything into. Oh, oh, for the live action. Yeah, for the live action one. So I am inclined to see it a little bit more hearing that because you I want to see. see I want to see. <laughs> I just want to see what they did. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? So. Is there gore? I don't. (laughs) There can't be gore. There can't. It's Disney. But it would be insane, right? Right. So, 
Morgana's got a pet shark named Undertow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Undertow. Mm-hmm. And Do then. You know the Undertow. <laughs> when you see it, you say, Let's go. Head go. <laughs> we listened to Dory's dad on this, okay? Heck no. Heck no. Um. But that shark's going to eat that baby. Do you want to talk about what Ariel does? This bitch. I swear to God. She's she's mother of the year. Number one. Um, She just decides to um, undo the hook for one of the, like, I don't know. Sail. Sail boat terminology. But one of the (laughs) sail things. And it, like, rotates the whole rod that's holding the sail. It rotates it hits Morgana, who's holding Melody. Melody shoots up into the freaking air. She's just like a baby. 10, 20 feet into the air. She's just a baby. And, like, Ariel is just like, ah, Eric will take care of it. Because he fucking swoops in on a rope that he conveniently, that, that the rope that Ariel let go conveniently, mm-hmm. flies in front of him. He grabs it, swings over, and grabs... Melody, right before she almost gets snatched by Undertow. Mm-hmm. Who's a giant shark that Triton then hits with his trident. And makes him a tiny fish. It makes him a little tiny fish. Just a little tiny fish. And then everyone's like, oh, you know, we have to find Morgana because she gets away. And then... Morgana gives a threat as she leaves. Mm-hmm. I'll get to you one day and your precious granddaughter too. Ha <laughs> ha yeah. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Ariel's like, she can never know about the ocean. Yeah. And yeah, so Ariel decides that until Morgana's captured, Melody cannot know anything about mer people or the sea. And especially not King Triton. Mm-hmm. Because she can't know about Atlantica. <sighs> yeah. Yep. And then, boom, 12 years later, and there's a wall. The Trumps have moved in. Yes. Mm-hmm. She said, we're going to build a wall around <laughs> our land. That'll prevent her from going to the sea. A wall? If you build a wall, people will stay inside it. Yeah. That's the logic. That is the logic. Oy. Yeah, we see Ariel. She's older now. She got more wrinkles on her face. Mm-hmm. Looking for Melody. And she's like, There's have no you seen Melody? Now. Have you seen Melody? Guess where this bitch is? Out In to the sea. sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. She said, yes, take yeah. it from me. Melody said, wig. (laughs) But it's her 12th birthday. She's literally 12. She's turning 12. She is supposed to be attending a ball for her birthday. Of course, yeah. Because when you're a prince and princess, you throw balls. Have a little ball. And have a grand old party. And she is not having it. Mm-mm. She no, wants to be like, in the sea. No, she's in the sea. 
Yeah, yeah. I know. She's like, no. Mm-mm. She didn't even think about the party. She didn't. No, she didn't. She's literally just under the sea looking for trinkets mm-hmm. and seashells with the dolphins. Collecting and seashells like a classic things. 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. God damn it. These feral children. Look, raise your hand if you collected seashells. It's okay. <laughs> like, did I? Yeah, I don't even, we don't have a lot of seashells here. We don't, but I collected them when I could. Yeah. <laughs> I have seashells right now. No, we live in a landlocked state. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Sebastian is watching her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Hurricane Triton. Triton. Hurricane Triton. Hurricane Triton. Yikes. Okay, per uh, King Triton's mm-hmm. request, and Sebastian's too old for this shit, man. He even says it himself. <laughs> I feel bad for this crab. How old do crabs live? How old do crabs live? <laughs> How long do crabs live? How old do crabs live? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Three to five years, bitch. Stop. <laughs> Sebastian's at least 20. Okay, but King Triton, too. Or 13. He's a god. So I imagine oh. he probably just does some, like, little... Triton said bitch. this crab will be my slave for the rest of his more <laughs> pitiful existence that I will extend so he can continue. All right. The man always has to have water rushing around him wherever he's at. <laughs> Yes, bitch. He has slaves. <laughs> yes. He's so extra with the water. <laughs> He's so extra. It's so Is your tail broke? Like- no, it's not. You know his tail is not broken. It's not? It's not broken. You could see him. I ain't never seen Trine's tail move. When he's underwater... He's just normal. I guess that's true. And fair. in this movie, he just was floating and he was swimming with Ariel. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. Looking for okay, Melody. all right. So, all right. yes, he is, but he's normal. His fins work. <laughs> he just does not want to be a simple merfolk above the water, like a, just a normal merfolk. He has I to guess. be extra. <laughs> so, yes, he said, Sebastian's my slave for life. <laughs> You're a myrtle. Oh my god! But Sebastian's like, I'm too old for this. He's he's still aging. He's still letting him age. It's so sad. I know. Uh, I wouldn't put a cat past Triton. Oh, but another one of the double takes was when Melody pops out of the water (laughs) when she's collecting seashells at the beginning. It's a it's a recreation of when Ariel pops out of the water after she gets legs. Yes, of course. It's the same exact. So much sense. Yeah can totally see it i bet like when she goes up on the rock too mm-hmm. that's probably the same kind of double take tempting oh tempting. yeah tempting <laughs> um and then oh yeah she finds the locket yeah yeah she sees a sparkling trinket she's like mm, a mm-hmm. trinket sparkle sparkly trinket sparkle. they must have it mm-hmm. and that bitch fucking can hold her breath underwater she sure can not forever as we found out later <laughs> all right well the different circumstances different yeah. circumstances but yeah she is unusually good at holding her breath underwater um so yeah she she grabs a locket brings it up 
And then um, Sebastian is there mm-hmm. and proceeds to tell her, try to tell her about the party and, like, warn her about the party and also give her a lecture about how she shouldn't be out there. But she interrupts him and gives a lecture to herself and is also catty about it and uses a, a little accent. And is 12. Accent. She's 12. 12. Um, so... You know, what do you mean? Good for them, and with embodying the spirit of a twelve-year-old, and that would be thanks to Tara Strong, mm-hmm. who is Timmy Turner. Yeah, like I mean, all the all those voices in Teen Titans. I mean, if you don't know Tara Strong, mm-hmm. you don't know. You living under a rock. You living under a rock. She's Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls, and she's on TikTok. Yeah. So, yeah, you're missing out. Gotta go check out Tara Strong. Yeah. But thanks to her for doing an immaculate job, like, honestly, on Melody, I think. Really? You think so? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it embodied the 12-year-old spirit to Mm -hmm. a T. She's, um, Tara Strong has said that this is, like, one of her favorite movies that she's ever done because she got to work with Jodie Benson, who was, like, her idol as a kid, um... And it said that when Tara met Jody on set, she burst into tears. Aww, and I was like, that's Aww. really awesome. Yeah. So I love that. I love when dreams come true. And you meet your idols and uh, it's everything you dreamed of. That's really cool. Yeah. But she finds it. They uh, basically get into a little, uh, little bicker about the bicker, bicker about um, her being out there and how she shouldn't. And then there's a very, like, parallel moment to The Little Mermaid and The Little Mermaid 2 in this moment where um, Melody's like, the party! Yeah. And in The Little Mermaid, the first Little, the little Mermaid, sorry, the first Little Mermaid. Oh my god, <laughs> eye roll. Um, she's like, the concert! Yes. And it literally is the same thing. And, and at this moment, another double take. In this moment, I turned to M- Mitchie and I literally said, "This is the same movie." Yeah, <laughs> this is the same movie. She said, "This is the Little Mermaid." This is the Little Mermaid. <laughs> they said, "They said, switch it, flip it, and reverse." <laughs> oh boy. And then we're also seeing Morgana at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in a cave filled with ice. Um, ice cave. Ice cave. And then she sees her little magic. It's not a magic crystal ball. It's a magic crystal clam mm-hmm. thing or whatever. Basin. Mm-hmm. And she sees Melody and she's like, yes. This is our inn. This is... Finally. This is what we've been waiting Yeah. For. And because she can't undo the magic of the Triton. She's trying to make Undertow big again. It's not working. Yeah. She's not as good at uh, magic as she's Ursula. Not. Which Mm-mm. we learn is a very sore, sore point for her. Mm-hmm. Um, sore loser. And uh, she is uh, not very proud of it. Yeah. So... Melody, we go back to Melody sneaking into the castle because she's like, oh, shit, I got to get ready. And she bumps into some kids inside who are there for a party and they're bougie as fuck. Yeah. And obviously the rich kids. But 
She's like, oh, excuse I'm me. Sorry. Like, what, she got, like, seaweed on one of the yeah. dresses. <laughs> I turned to Mitchie. I said, yeah. I mean, Those like, kids she, fucking hate her. She turned the corner. She's just, like, sitting there, like, all sad. Because they're making fun of her. Yeah. Like, I heard she talks to fish. <laughs> like, she's, like, thinking they're weird. Yeah, they think you're fucking weird. I turned to Mitchie. I said, she probably smells terrible. <laughs> Choice reeks of ocean water and fish. Yeah. She's <laughs> probably dripping wet still. Uh, and then we see Ariel's outside looking for Melody and she's like, steps her little toe beans into the water, takes a deep breath. Remember the day she Back misses the ocean. Obvi. But then Melody's like, Mom, what are you doing? She's like, Nothing. Nothing. I'll be right up. And Melody, like, is quick to get dressed and, like, hide all of her seashells and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, helping her with her hair. Yeah. She, um... <sighs> Which... okay. oh, oh, God. God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um... I honestly really was curious on how they would grow Eric and Ariel's relationship between this movie and um, the first movie. And the answer was uh, they didn't. (laughs) Uh, They are literally the most fucking yawn-worthy, boring, fucking not enduring at all couple ever. Like, they could just not be a couple and this movie would have been fine. Like, he, Eric could have, like, gotten killed. He could have gone, like, frozen style, killed at sea, and this oh movie God. would have gone on just fine without him. This was before Disney was killing. <coughs> this was before Disney was killing people, though. Yeah. So, um, he has a brilliant point where he pokes his head in um, <laughs> when Ariel is helping um, with uh, Melody's, Melody's hair. hair. And um, he's like, oh, we're fixing – what does he say? Do you remember what he said? Oh. Um, we're fixing the hair, are we? Oh, so we're having a bad hair day. A bad hair day, are we? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. So we're having a bad hair day, are we? And then Ariel says very passive-aggressively, well, if we – are you wouldn't be helping now would you well would you <laughs> oh my god the oh my fuck god. they don't have a lot of lines together in this movie but that's like the first line that they have where they're talking to each other yeah because like other times they're just like they they sing together at the beginning it's yeah. kind of cute or whatever but they're singing to melody they're not singing to each other yeah <laughs> and then like this is the first line that they have to each other mm-hmm. in the movie and it's just like so weird and i literally started laughing so hard yeah it's it's really funny um so that happens um he pokes his head out and leaves and ariel's fixing her hair and um, Melody's all like, oh, the other kids think I'm weird. And Ariel's like, You're Okay, Lilo 2.0. Yeah, right. Um, and basically, Ariel kind of senses that Melody, there's something more to, to it than just going to the party. Mm-hmm. And Ariel's like, This is 
about more than just the party, isn't it? You know, you can always talk to me about anything, right? And then Melody, like, is like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, maybe I can actually talk to my mom about anything. And then she proceeds to start to try to talk about how she wants to be a mer person or like a willing to try she really loves tries the ocean. to yeah and really yeah. like how much she loves the ocean but like eric comes in in the middle of it and she and um he's like oh melody is that you you just like look so beautiful what else yeah yeah and then ariel's like oh we can talk later she is she's like let's go down to the party like, i guess ariel's what? like it's already late enough like like you could talk to me about anything not right now when it, it doesn't encroach on uh, particular events that are really important to me um so only on my time can you talk to me about anything so let's go to the party mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go to the party oh by oh. the way this whole time sebastian is tied into a ribbon um, around Melody's waist in the back. Poor like Sebastian. tied into a bow. Yeah. Poor um, guy. And nobody throughout the course of this entire time notices that he's there. <laughs> it is really unfortunate that no one no one no sees one him. Sees him. It's a lot of eyes doing nothing. That is a lot of eyes doing nothing. But they go to the party. Mm-hmm. And she goes down the stairs and sees this cute little white head, blonde head boy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, cute. <laughs> More like he's like, let's dance. And she's let's like, dance. Ah. she's like, okay. They dance. Yeah. But then Sebastian's trying to get loose. And then he freaking claws snips down he on snips the, the little boy. Little boy's finger. Yeah. And the and boy screams. Out. Fling Sebastian. And the boy falls into a glass punch bowl. Mm-hmm. And then Sebastian gets flown and slung across the room. And he lands into the cake. The birthday cake. The giant birthday cake. Yeah. Okay. So Sebastian's a tiny crab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He absolutely obliterates <laughs> this cake. Well, because that's the only thing that makes he's sense, immortal, right? I assume that he is also dense. Oh, he's more dense? Yeah. So immortality <laughs> just makes you a more dense person? I just am going to guess that. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> well, I didn't know that immortality gave you more <laughs> density. I don't I don't know, but does that's... the amount of density you get dependent depend on different things? On how alive you are? I don't know. How dense are bodies compared to when they're alive versus when they're dead? Oh. I don't know that information. And I'm not ready for my tangent yet, so okay. I can't look up that information for you. <laughs> I have a feeling I am. am <laughs> I know exactly what your tangent will be on. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I can't say. <laughs> so, Ariel... Chases after Melody because Melody dips. She's like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. She's crying. It's terrible. And Melody grabs the locket because it's mm-hmm. shiny and she has ADHD, apparently. Yeah. She's like, mm, I and, need my trinket. Um, She's cuddling her locket and crying. <sighs> yeah. And Ariel's like, it's okay. Like, you know, it's fine. I was weird 
Just trying to be comfortable. I was just a real fish out of water. That <laughs> did not hit. I'm, I'm glad jokes aren't a category because it would yeah. be a constant zero. No. Um, man. <laughs> Dang it. You forgot the movie? <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> oh, I you left to- the planet for a second. <laughs> Well, she's holding her trinket. Oh, yeah. She's crying. Yeah. And Ariel's like giving bad advice. Right. Oh, yeah. So then Melody realizes the locket says something. Melody sees her name is on the locket. She cleans off the thing and she's like, why does this have my name on it? She's like, my name's Melody. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Ariel is like, not good at at hiding anything. (laughs) Like, she gets a immediately. And yeah, she spills the beans hard. Oh my god. She does. Mom, mom of the year is not for her. <laughs> um, mom of the year. Because then she pulls out another double take where she says, You deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And it's like, okay. So, obviously, Melody runs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm fucking with no. that. My mom said I could talk to her about anything, but then I get this feeling that she's hiding something from me, so I'm going to leave. And she gets a fucking boat, and she fucking just sails away. <laughs> this bitch sails away. Yeah. <laughs> and Sebastian's just like, jaw drops, like, oh, my God, this is bad. He's so shook. And he runs back to mm-hmm. the castle and he's just like don't, don't panic. panic don't panic, don't panic. <laughs> immediately it's like melody's gone melody's gone melody's gone melody's gone melody's gone <laughs> she's like you know it's like gone like, gone where gone like where'd she go but then we go back to melody she's to see and undertow has found her mm-hmm. yep is telling her about morgana and how Morgana will give her all the answers she seeks. Like, what is the locket? Why is her name on it? Why is it showing her Atlantica? All that stuff. And of course, Melanie goes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they travel. Oh my God. Uh, and, and, and we don't? No. The actual length of time. Because Melody just wakes up and she's there in Antarctica. <sighs> oh my fucking god. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Is this. <laughs> Continue. Okay. <laughs> so, Melody <laughs> talks to Morgana and Morgana's like, oh, hello, sweetie. She's being very, like, fake kind to her and very much like do you want a fish live fish thingy sandwich cake it looked really scary really bad Millie's like no she's like i just kind of want to find out about this locket and morgana's like well you know did you ever think that this was your destiny your fate you're you're not meant to be one of those lowly humans and then Melody's like, yeah, you're right. I don't want to be human. 
can you turn me into a mermaid? And the lady's like, of course. And Morgana pulls out a thing of (laughs) Ursula's magic. And Undertale's like, where'd you get that? He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you could have used it on me this whole time. And she's like, I'm saving it for a special occasion. And she turns Melody into a freaking mermaid. Freaking mermaid. And Melody has the best time of her life. Mm -hmm. And a song starts. The bad one. For a moment. It's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Like, the layering of the song with, like, how the background has Ariel going, ah, ah, ah. like, that's so fucking bad. Oh, my God. So, at the same time, we go back to Ariel, who has decided to become a mermaid again to help look for Melody under the sea, because she's like, she's my daughter, I know her. I love how they assume that she's in the sea. Yeah, they don't know. They just, she just sailed away. Yeah. And Ariel this whole time is like way under the sea looking for her daughter. Why? I wonder if she's so, looking for a body. Maybe she really thought like, my daughter's dead. I'm oh, looking for her in the sea. Mushrooms. But the thing is, is that, you know, she's just like looking in all these places that like she would have been. Like oh, just right. assuming that she, like her daughter had probably, maybe she had just assumed that the same thing happened to her um, that ha- like the same thing happened to Melody that happened to her when she met Ursula, like and and somehow the same magic was going to happen. So she already knew that she was going to be a mermaid, mermaid, but just not the fact that like she didn't have any knowledge of where her daughter was, but she was just looking like leagues underneath the sea yeah. makes no sense. I guess like she would have done fair. a lot more work just like sailing the sea in Eric's ship with him mm-hmm. than the how much work she put in finding like looking for her when she was a murder person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. You know, she she just magically knew that that her daughter was going to get turned into one. Right? We're going to mm-hmm. assume that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's wrong yeah. for a reason that we'll talk about later. But Melody goes back um, to Morgana after mm-hmm. her, this little song fucking f- sequence. Um, she basically is like, Morgana's like, go test drive being a mermaid. Sing a, a song in the ocean. And uh, they come back and uh, we'll see how you feel, you know. And then she's Melody comes back and she's like, I want to be this way forever. <laughs> and <laughs> Morgana like fake sad yeah she's like oh i'm so sorry sorry. i'm not powerful enough and blah 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 and melody's like isn't there any way i can stay like this forever yeah just one way more i was like yes actually just one way but i couldn't i could never it's so dangerous so dangerous and she's like i'll go yeah she says that uh king triton stole her um triton king triton Stole her trident. trident. Oh, my God. Words are hard sometimes, guys. Um, from her forever ago. Mm-hmm. And um, that if she had the trident, that she would have the power to turn her into a mermaid forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that she needed to just go back to Atlantica. Um, so she makes a map 
for her. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going off my fucking tangent. They are in fucking Antarctica. They wait, are in fucking Antarctica. Wait. Maybe we can pull up a picture of the map. Okay. I I'm gonna pull I'm gonna put the map that I'm looking at right now. But so just so you all are aware, where the little mermaid is set and in the new movie, the live action version, um, is in Denmark. Denmark is like 10, 10 okay, 10,476 air miles away from fucking Antarctica. <laughs> let me, let me say that again. 10,476 miles by air. 16,859 kilometers is the total distance from these two places. And you're telling me a 12-year-old mermaid swam all that (laughs) fucking distance? I'm mad. I'm fucking mad. There's no fucking way. And apparently she did it multiple times. And this is canon because we we later see the two people she befriends, her animal companions, because every princess has to have animal companions. Melody is just so lucky to have two. And those are Tip and Dash, mm-hmm. a penguin and a walrus. And let me tell you, Do you know where penguins are located? You know, I might not know a lot about bears and where bears are located, but I can tell you that penguins are only in the southern hemisphere. And the largest, like, population of penguins is where, bitch? Where, bitch? In Antarctica. Antarctica. (gasps) So... These are canon. These are the locations. These where they this is where they are. So you're fucking telling me they travel back and forth four to six times. <laughs> throughout That's the one thing. We week. don't know the timeline of the movie. I don't care. <laughs> Disney explained. And like I said. If that is the case, what I said about Ariel being inefficient at finding Melody underwater and she would have done more work being probably above the water still stands. I mean... I am on. In my opinion. But she fucking swam all that way. That's all I got to say. Yeah. There's no way. It is. It is a lot. But anything's possible in the Disney world. I'm just saying. Sips water. (laughs) Ah, An iceberg layer. An iceberg layer. That's what they wanted. They just wanted an iceberg layer. That's all that was. So they said, let's put it in Antarctica, and they didn't think about the actual distance. They just said, we want Antarctica. 
But also, why? <laughs> I'm just wondering why it makes sense. Like, that she would have been so far away from her, the rest of her family, I guess. <sighs> I don't but know. whatever. Okay. You know. Tangent over. She gives... She gives... Melody a map that she cracks. Like, almost instantaneously. Yeah. She doesn't get very far she before like she She, walks out it. the door and breaks it. Mm-hmm. She's like, my map! My map! But then that's when we meet Dash and Tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are the walrus and the penguin. Which is, like, through a weird, unnecessarily long <laughs> sequence of them, like, <laughs> Attempting not... Attempting to be heroes. Attempting to be heroes, but then not being heroes, but then... Just becoming the animal companions, helping the damsel damsel in distress, you know. Yeah, it, it was. So. And the penguin is Tip. Okay, mm-hmm. Tip is actually the original Timon in the Broadway version of The Lion King. Oh, cool! Yeah, so he can have actually apparently actually sing. He did sing in this movie, right? He did. But he just didn't. You do just it. hated it. Oh. Well. <laughs> this was the song you were like, "God, I wish this was over." Yeah. No, uh, I I did. Yeah. And I promptly blocked it out of my brain after. Clearly. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like a song about them. Um, I more so meant like, did did he sing good? In, in this, this movie, like I don't, it was meh. Was it, it like was purposely bad singing, like because it was like penguin singing? You know, I mean, but, I hope so. I mean, because <laughs> we couldn't do like that. <laughs> he, he's a penguin and he also can sing good because that's way too happy feet. <laughs> that's way too happy feet. I feel. I so, feel. But okay. Yep. So, anyway, with the help of her two friends, Melly makes it to Atlantica. And promptly sneaks in, not really sneakily, as she yeah. runs into a mermaid boy. Yeah. That they oddly threw in. Why does a 12-year-old need a romantic interest? Two. Like, two. Why does a 12-year-old need two romantic interests? Like, they throw two romantic, like, interest, or or the idea of having romantic interest. She's um, 12. She's literally 12. And this the is whole worse than time, the, like, there married. literally is nothing, like, no notion to her even being, like, liking boys or, or like, being at that age where yeah. she is romantically interested in men. Right. So it's like, fucking why? Just let her want to be a mermaid. Yeah, she's just a 12-year-old who wants to be a fucking mermaid. She wants to play mermaids. Oy. Let her want to play mermaids. God. Man. On this episode of Let the Children Be Children. Mm. Also, this is where we get hot flounder. Oh my god. Tell me why I had a crush on flounder. Because he was a single dad of five children. Single dad of five children. Go flounder. A responsible dad. We love a good responsible responsible father. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Gosh. Also, can penguins survive in the ocean like that? That's a question that I ask. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also asked the same question um, in my brain earlier when um, 
Melody first arrived in Antarctica because considering the average temperature of uh, the any any place in in our Antarctica is negative seventy one degrees Fahrenheit. That bitch wasn't even wearing shoes. She wasn't. She wasn't even wearing she shoes. She did not have shoes she on. She literally would have had frostbitten toes. She would have so died. So by the point, like, there's no point in turning her back into a human. She needs to have that mermaid tail because she wouldn't even have any toes. Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. Not a fan. So um, I don't, I don't think that they could have survived in that warm climate. But um, that's neither here nor there. I guess. <laughs> anyway, Melody sees the trident and steals it. She steals it. But in the process of stealing it, her her, locket. her fucking locket just conveniently falls off. Like, yeah. Plot. She's been swimming like 10,000 fucking miles across the ocean. <laughs> but her lifting one trident undoes that hinge on her necklace. Yep. Oh boy. It leaves it right there. She goes off and she's like my locket my locket my map my lock like fucking stop forgetting things hold <sighs> on to them quit breaking your shit <laughs> like just oh, take better fucking care of your 12 year olds dude <laughs> double knot it double knot it <laughs> so she loses it um tip and dash like pull her away and like make her swim off and mm-hmm. then Triton and uh, Ariel come back and they realize the locket's there. They, um... Like, oh my god, Melody's locket! And they realize the trident's gone. Yeah, like, they realize the trident's gone. That's when Sebastian drops the the bomb that the only people who can touch the trident are people of Triton's bloodline. Oh. That's what Sebastian says. He says, only you can touch your trident. Or your daughter. And then that's when, like, oh, shit, Melody. And they're like, how would Melody even know? And Trident's like, it must be Morgana. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me why, then, Morgana can hold the Trident. Because Melody handed it to her. Oh. It can't be taken. It can be gifted. Oh. Can yeah. That's why, caveat. that's why they always made him hand it over. Yeah, that's why you gotta read the fine print of your mm-hmm. trident before you, <laughs> before you use it. You should read the fine print. <laughs> and then it's in section three. Um, the stingrays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariel sees them leaving Atlant- Atlantica, and so she's like, "I know those two. I'm gonna follow them." Yeah, so her cool. and Flounder go after them. And uh, we get back and Melody is about to hand over the trident, but Ariel pops in and she's like, no, she's like, no, please don't do this. Yeah. It's a really bad idea. Yeah. And they started giving all these reasons. That, and well, first of all, they go, both of them, you're a mermaid. And that's why I don't think that Ariel even mm-hmm. had that notion of her daughter being a mermaid because she's so shook. I know, yeah. That's fair. Also, why would she be underneath the ocean if she wasn't a mermaid? I don't like That's she but that's what I'm saying. She was human. just what she was just looking for a dead body. I just don't I don't know. It's I don't scary. I just don't know what their logic behind her going underwater was. Maybe they just believed she'd be fine. Maybe. Cuz since she is technically a part fish. <laughs> and this whole time 
like I said, what was Eric doing this whole time? <laughs> what what was Prince Eric? Eric was they said that he was leading the land search, but what does that mean? Yeah. Like I mean, you're just scouring you, the ocean okay. from above. You're leading the land search is that what you said okay well if he was leading the land search that would lead me to be inclined to believe that he was uh looking on land for her which is really fucking dumb considering (laughs) they know she went out to sea the only logical thing would have been to sail out into sea and like send boats in a couple different directions to you know kind of scope the ocean out that way but you know it's okay whatever it's fine it's fine it's fine Anyway, Melody gives the trident to Morgana. Yeah, After all that, like, Ariel mm-hmm. doesn't. You know, yeah. Yep. She's you like, it's to too me. late, mom. Yeah, you freaking lied to me. So here's here's this. And, mom. And then <laughs> shit gets real. Morgana's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to trap you. Um, fine, this. Uh, Tip and Dash, uh, Tip and Dash have a come to Jesus meeting where they're like talking themselves up to go help their friends, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go rescue people." And then we go back, and I have Jesus. This is like literally the Titanic. Yes, yes, because <laughs> Prince Eric, I literally, said it, I fucking die. He just said <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I said, Jesus, this is like the Titanic. This is like literally the Titanic. Titanic. Oh my gosh. Because, you guys, you guys, Prince Eric comes in on the fucking ship. Scuttle was sent away to get. We're in Antarctica. You know where, you know what there's a lot of in Antarctica? Ice. You know what happens when a ship hits ice? It fucking goes down. It does not survive. It implodes. It gets fucked up. So it was literally the Titanic. And all of those people on that crew... Rest in peace. Yeah. They, Rest in peace. Because you know that water cold. That water. It's if it's negative so 71 cold. in like just the the air, the regular <laughs> walking around, that water? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. That's got to be like negative bajillion degrees. Yeah. So they're dead. They're dead. Morgana freaking... What is it called? Um, when you bring people back from the dead, ne- is that necromancy? Um, yeah, necromancer. Yeah, she literally does like freaking necromancy <laughs> on these freaking guys and brings them back from the dead and uses them as soldiers against against the people. Mm-hmm. Freaking arrow and all of them to keep them away. It's freaking scary stuff, dude. This is. This is not a movie for children. This is for 12-year-olds. Yeah. After this point is 12 and up only. (laughs) Not suitable for little kids. I was personally a little scared. Um, Ariel saves Eric because he falls off the boat. Another double take again of her having to save her damn mans. Why can't this man learn how to swim? (laughs) 
this man had one job and it was to sail <laughs> the boat safely over here and he didn't and think failed at that i love that Rizzo was like i hope he got a door <laughs> I lo- <laughs> sometimes guys i really wish we could record us watching these movies <laughs> Because in the moment, it's just so funny. Yeah. Well, perhaps that'll be bonus content. Yeah. We're going to watch a movie together sometime. Oh, God. (laughs) Join us for the tomfoolery. Okay. So soon, though, Melody's um, spell wears off. Yeah. Her spell wears off while she's in her little ice prison. And I said at this point, I was like, honestly, good for Disney for Mm -hmm. being like, this just, child fucked up. Did, didn't do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. kids are not perfect, and princesses aren't perfect. They don't always yeah. do the right thing. Um, and she made mistakes, bro. She was like, this is all my fault. And Flounder in there. And, like, I bet Flounder just fucking railed into her. It was like, yes, it is all your fault. But what have I dad. told you about swimming in the sea? <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> But, yeah, so she's going to freaking drown. Like, at this point, I'm like, we need a timer in the bottom right corner how much time she has left. Um, Because she's reverted back into a human. She has no room to breathe, so her superhuman ability to hold her breath underwater is useless to her right now. Um, So, yeah, she's about to drown, but Tip and Dash just so happened to um, manage to free her via Undertow. Mm-hmm. They use undertow to crash into the big wall, break the ice. Wall. Yeah, they I'm call it ice wall. They kind of like ride on top of him and break all his teeth. Poor which guy. undertow was played by Clancy Brown, which is Mr. Krabs. Oh, cool. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So that stuff was so weird. Like it was so fast all of a sudden because then as soon as Melody is out. Um, yeah, we're like, we gotta wrap this movie up. Yeah, Morgana is like making everyone bow mm-hmm. and even tried it. And Sebastian's like, no, your majesty, you mustn't. Yeah. Friend's like, I don't have a fucking choice. Right. And oh my gosh, of course, Morgana says a line like, it's over for everybody who has fins. Yep. And like, Melody, like, you see Melody's feet just, mm-hmm. like, pop into the screen, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh. She's killed all the other humans. So. She's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's all the humans are dead. So, obviously, we know who's going to save the day. Melody. So, Melody climbs up the icy rock castle that Moving. she's built, fortress that she's built, yeah, whatever. it's intense. Um, goes up to the top <laughs> grabs the triton like right mm-hmm. from morgana like so easy like, yeah. morgana was had n- uh, no, no guard <laughs> up she has butterfinger grip mm-hmm. um loses the triton she gets stabbed like melody stabs her in at one point she like points the wrong end at end at her and she's like wrong end darling mm-hmm. and she then she stabs her one of her tentacles with yeah. the trident and um then throws it back to her, her grandpa. grandpa. She's like, Grandpa, I think this belongs to you. <laughs> Throws it back to him. And, um, and he Morgana's fucks like, Morgana. No. And yeah, he fucks Morgana. He literally puts her in an ice prison where she can still see and is still conscious. 
and then drops her down to the bottom of the ocean. Thinking about it again makes me want to throw up. Yeah, my biggest fear is the ocean Terrifying. and just the fact like of how deep the ocean is. Being dropped down there and having to live. Yeah. For like forever in like it's just a prison at the bottom yeah. of the ocean. Well, the- Melanie reunites with everyone and Triton then proceeds to offer Melody the choice to become a mermaid or stay with her parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not even talking to Eric and Ariel about it before he does it. Because their faces are like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, uh. <laughs> and then Melody's like, I have a better idea. And then she just like uses the trident to break down the wall. She melts the wall into yeah. rainbows because she's a 12 year old. And I'm just like, at this point, I turn to Mitchie and I'm like, so does she like make a choice? <laughs> the choice was there's no choice. Um,. But, like, the, the reality is, is that she ends up staying a human. Like, yes. she just doesn't have... I asked, I was like, did, can they just, like, morph in between person and person? She or, just broke the wall no, down. She so just broke the can... wall down so that they live harmoniously together. But she's not a fish. That's what I, that's what I was yes. wondering. Like, at the end... She is not a fish. At the end, what she should have said to her grandpa was, I'm gonna be a human, but... We go and break the wall mm-hmm. down, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just was funny phrasing yeah. of the ending there. Yes, it's, it's strange. Um, and then they sing that song again. Here on the land and oh, she. So bad. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and, and that is The Little Mermaid too, folks. 10,000 plus miles, guys, of travel. So... The guy who does Scuttles, this was unfortunately his last role. He passed away um, like a few months before this came out, I think. And then Tip and Dash were obviously inspired by Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. If you could, I'm pretty sure you felt that vibe. Um, not only was Tip the OG Timon, but the guy who does Sebastian, he was the OG Mufasa. Wow. He is also Mufasa in The Lion King. Iconic. Yeah, so. And then. Uh, so, Tara Strong actually wasn't originally going to be Melody. Mm-hmm. They had her come in to get like a template to see how they wanted Melody to sound, mm-hmm. but they ended up liking her so much that they casted her. But that wasn't the only role they did that for. So they actually casted Prince Eric as some other guy, Paul Rubens. And he recorded all of the lines for Prince Eric. But for some reason, for reasons unknown, they brought Rob Paulson in, which is the guy who was 625. He does Mm -hmm. Carl Weezer. Yeah. Yeah. And they replaced all of Ruben's lines with Paulson. Whoa. Yeah. After everything had been filmed. That's crazy. No reason. They don't know why still. Hmm. So if you know why, let me know. I couldn't find it. I want the tea. Yeah. There's that tea. Hot. Hot. Sizzling tea. Um, no, but before Tara Strong, they were considering Amanda Bynes, Hilary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, or Britney Spears. 
Iconic. To be Melody. Now, all of those would have been very interesting. Yeah. I can't say that I would. I could see any of them being her. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think Tara, like they made the right choice. Oh, hundred like, percent. Really perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Little Mermaid two, man. Let's rate it. Return of the sea. Return to the sea. Return to the sea. Plot. <laughs> Well, considering this is just like I said, we flip it and reverse it. <laughs> I um, mean, it's a little different. It's really not that different. I, I mean, it's like it's a little different, but it's really not that different. I guess. There's just no love interest. There's just a burning desire to to explore a, the world that she didn't know. Um it feels more like just a 12-year-old's, like... Rebellion against yeah their upbringing. Um, yeah, I mean, but... I, I mean, I, I just... I feel like overall the movies were just so similar. Yeah, that's Too fair. similar for me to feel like it's worthy of a good rating. The total double-take counter that I could catch was at 11. Yeah. 11 scenes that were completely double taped. And then you have to consider there's those other, there's that other part where she's on the rock and she's like, how could my mom hate a world that's so wonderful? Mm-hmm. It's like literally that's the same line. Yeah. It's like your, your reasons aren't any different. Like you have a desire to explore this because it, to you it seems mysterical, mysterious. Mysterious and wonderful, mm-hmm. um, but there's not really anything other than that. Right. Um, for Ariel, maybe it was Eric, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then for Melody, when she sees the locket, I think for her it's Atlantica. Yeah, um, her idealizing what her life could be like as a mer person. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I give it a two. Um, okay, it's not done in a way that I feel expands off of the plot of just wanting to pursue what you want. And in the end, she doesn't even choose to be a mermaid. She just yeah, chooses she that, just chooses uh, to tear down the wall. Why wouldn't she just tear down the wall and then become a merperson? To I me, know. the end where she ends up being a human to me, makes no sense other yeah. than the fact that is she just scarred because she had that experience in the cave where she almost died underwater? Like, that's my thought. Ugh. Like, did that scar her enough to not want her to be underwater anymore? I could see that. But, scarring. like, that would scar me. Yeah, and that makes sense. But, you know, it, it's it good just, point. it feels like it's, it just, ugh, it yeah. feels so fucking lazy. I get you. Yeah. Um, I agree with that, too. Animation. Now, hear me out. I did not hate it. Oh, I didn't I either. think it was bright, but I think it's more of like a 3.5 to a 4. Compared to some of the other sequels we've seen, they kept a lot of the same watercolor backgrounds. And I think it definitely, like, was an Im- improvement. Yeah. I would I would say upon the original animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would agree with a 4. I liked it. Um, it wasn't terrible. 
There were some moments that were really funny. Which we'll post. We'll post. There was one moment where they were swimming underwater looking for Melody, and Ariel's neck was like fucking 50 meters long. She didn't have bones in her she shoulder. No, no shoulder bones. bones. No definition. Very strange. But, you know, I feel like with these movies, like, I'm usually looking at those moments um, and witnessing those moments a lot more than I was with this movie. So I feel yeah. solid with that. Um, the music in this movie was so bad. I don't want to give it like a one, though. I'm not saying, okay, it's like I said earlier, though. It's like that, it's like that right, just like right. It's like that pacha, the pacha meme. <laughs> just right, you know. Um, it's just the right amount of bad that yeah. it's good. That I could justify giving it a 2.5. Okay. I mean, that's fair. The intro song was the cutest song, I would say. Yeah. Everything else was, like, really unnecessary. Um, I would say the other song that I liked was the beginning when uh, the beginning of the song that Melody was singing. Mm. And had they not put Ariel singing in there... If it had just been Melody singing, I probably would have liked it. Yeah. I just felt aerial parts were unnecessary. That's fair. Um, lesson? Um, the lesson is to not go into the ocean. The lesson is to um, listen to your parents is basically what it feels like. Yeah. That kind of is what it what it feels like when the end in the end she doesn't choose to be a mer person mm-hmm. um and for that i give it a one one yeah um other than that yeah like because here's the thing and you know what is also funny the the lesson of like you can always talk to your parents and be open about things oh. like that was completely obliterated oh, in God, this yeah. entire movie. Like, oh, yeah. never at any point was Melody, like, heard or listened to or validated for her feelings of wanting to be a mer person mm-hmm. or the idea that she liked being near the water so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe in the end, it's like what she was saying, like, I love being near the ocean. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe she really did just learn that she didn't want to be near the water. But I don't know. Just because of the fact that like, we never really got to hear her side of it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you all at the, in the end, all she says is, I have a better idea. Okay, but like we never hear her idea. Why never is her heard. idea never heard? Yeah. I Why mean, is it never said? At that point, they were just cutting time probably. Yeah. I, I mean, like I guess like, it's like – Ending a, was pretty rushed. It's the un, unneeded – unneeded mm-hmm. message or un, yeah. or uh, unsaid message yeah you know it's like but i don't know is it is it clear like the mm. ending felt too open-ended for me yeah but yeah <clears throat> oh. character development yes um one <clears throat> one let's be honest though ariel was never a, originally not necessarily a great character though no. She was a 16-year-old girl who fucked up and didn't really get to pay consequences. Yeah. She just kind of was like, um, no, I guess her dad marry. did turn into an emaciated shrimp. But 
that's not her paying the consequences. Yeah. It's somebody, somebody else, else having to. Um, mm-hmm. And then she was just sad, mm-hmm. which, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think Ariel was a great role model. <laughs> and then um, I had a whole tangent with Mitchie before I even started this movie. <laughs> I said the only green flag about Prince Eric is the fact that he's so good to Max. And I immediately revoked that at the end of The Little Mermaid 2 because he brought Max with him on this journey. On the warship. On the ship, on the warship. So tell me why the fuck you brought your goddamn fucking dog. Like, what good is your dog going to do? Your dog can't go and sniff out into the water. So leave your fucking dog at home. Don't risk his life because you lost your fucking daughter. Because, you know, it. Uh, if we were, you wouldn't be helping. Oh, <laughs> dang. Dang. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, honestly, like I said, like, Ariel at 16, I could see her – Seeing a man tall, dark, and handsome like Prince Eric. And the, the scene where she, like, the scene where in Little Mermaid, when she actually, like, has that falling in love moment. Oh, my God. It's when, it's after a point where she sees him interacting with Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, honestly, same boat, same hat girl. If I was also 16 and saw a man tall, dark, and handsome like that, also loving on a dog same hat i would also want to be like rip my fins off give me two fucking legs right now so i can open them mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i get it but just the stark comparison to like how that she had that much adoration and love for him in the first movie to like the first line being if we were you wouldn't be helping what the fuck like, give me a fucking vomit pail now. One. <laughs> um. Rewatchability. One. <laughs> but could we give it a 1.5? I'll give it 1.5. Because I, would be okay. I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid. The mo- When I was watching this, I was, like, remembering more and more of it yeah. as we were watching it. I was like, I can rec- I remember some of these bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like as a kid, I was really into this movie. And, you know, I have my faults. You were a mermaid kid. I was a mermaid kid. I was that kid in the pool who was like, You okay, play mermaids? I can, I can uh, do like a mermaid. Man, oh man. Wow. You got a perfect two. Two? Solid two. How solid. (laughs) Good for Little Mermaid. (laughs) Look, I'll take what I can get. (laughs) (laughs) Any traction is some traction. Yeah, if you hate us, leave us a very lengthy, long <laughs> review about why you hate us. Oh, and then we can get Twitter famous. Yes. I'm sorry. Or X famous. <laughs> I'm living purely out of spite, so just know that every single one-star rating just gives me more power <laughs> for my ultimate takeover at the end. Oh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to The Sequel Channel. Bye!